Hello there, this interview that you're about to hear was originally done by me, Sam Roscoe or Chris Prince for the Blue Moon podcast sometime between 2009 and now. That means if there's anything that sounds a bit out of date or if there's anything that's an obvious topic that we've not asked the guest about, it's probably because the interview is from a long time ago. This show is basically the Blue Moon podcast interview archive. All of the new interviews that we do with former City players and managers will go live on the Blue Moon podcast first, so if you like what you hear then please go and subscribe to that and there's a new show every Friday with a look at everything on and off the pitch for City. But for now enjoy the end of this generic recorded message and enjoy the interview with the person whose name is in the title of this episode. I know that it was an uh, ambitious club trying to achieve more to establish themselves as as a club of reference in in the Premier League and um, I knew that they were very ambitious so um, I knew that it was in Manchester and it was a big club a big stadium with a lot of supporters so um, at that time things went very very fast because it was in January when the interest was there I had to be quick thinking fast and take a decision straight away so um, there was not a lot of time to hesitate but there was one thing I knew for sure is that I wanted always to experience the Premiership. And um, with Man City came around, um, there was no need for me to think too much about it because it was a great opportunity for me. It was Kevin Keegan that that brought you to City. What what was he like? What did he say to you to to, to convince you to make the move? He obviously uh, told me that, that he has confidence in me. He saw me playing and he liked the way I played. He told me the things that I like and the things that he liked about me and, and what he wanted from me and if I was uh, interested in it. And, well, you know, if somebody like Kevin Keegan tell you such things, uh, it's a great compliment for a player and for me as well. So uh, there was no, no need to think too much about it. What was, what was he like as a manager? Well, um, I really uh, enjoyed him. He was a man who was really straight. He was uh, honest to his players. And what I really like about it, he was making contact with the team. He was contacting with, with, with every player. He, he had the time for them. And um, he was so calm with the group. And that was something that, that I really liked because it makes you feel comfortable as a player and it gives you... Uh, that 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 peace and that calmness, he can really transfer it to the to the player to the group. What's it like having to? I mean, you, you were I think it was five games or so before uh, Stuart Pearce became the manager. What what's it like having a change of manager so quickly into a time at a new club? Change of manager is always a complex thing because every manager has his own way of seeing football. So every manager will demand something different from you. And they all have their own philosophy about how to attack, how to defend. So you straight know that some things are going to change and uh, maybe some players also are going to change. And So there's always a change. And when there's a change, it always takes time for you to adapt to that change. For me, it was already a change to come to England. So it didn't really matter, the change of, of coach, because I had to adapt to the way of playing, the the way of training and the whole football life in England. So I didn't notice a lot. Was the intensity of the Premier League different? You'd come, you'd come from Atletico Madrid, so it, it was the Spanish league. Was there, was there anything, what was different about the Premier League? 
Well, um, the 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 tempo, the intensity was uh, was different in England. I noticed that um, it was more about the intensity and the hard work, and tactically, we wouldn't spend too much time or effort on it. And the players, technically in Spain, were all were all good. And in 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 England, it was a bit different. I, the big difference was obviously the intensity and the hard work that she has to put in. Now, Stuart Pearce, um, he got he got the team kind of winning towards the end of the season. They went on this great run towards uh, towards the end of the season. Uh, what what did he do that was that was a little bit different to Kevin Keegan? Um I think he um he put more more edge in it, more more drive in it. He we were very engaged in, 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 in the game. And I think his 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 good point is that he uh he really can get the team and the players to give their hundred twenty percent when they get out on the pitch. And I think that was a great thing from him. City at the time hadn't long been at uh, at their new stadium at Eastlands. Uh, what did you think of it when you when you got there? And and kind of how does it compare to now? It's a, it's a much different place now. The stadium, I don't know if it's much much different. I think there's there's the upper part that they changed. That they made it a bit bigger. Um, the stadium and the the entourage and the atmosphere was was great. I mean. The, the 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 crowd is so close to the pitch and so enthusiastic. This is really what you what we always used to see about the Premier League. This crazy crowd that is so enthusiastic, and it was wonderful to uh, to to play in that stadium. And I've been there uh, last season, and yeah, it's a bit bigger, but um, the same characters, the atmosphere, and the enthusiastic crowd. Is still out there, so um, yeah, it, it was great to be back. Now let's uh, let's talk about uh, that first goal against Liverpool. Um, what do you, what do you remember of it? Everything, <laughs> everything. I mean, uh, it, it it was a great game. Obviously, playing Liverpool at home, you know the tension, especially because it is Liverpool and Manchester. So it is a big team, always been. So we were playing very well that game and. Um, we were going no no up. We had a couple of chances, and before that, I uh, I hit the post with with the volley, and uh, we were a bit unlucky in that. But during the game, we had a sensation that hey, we can really get the three points here because we were playing very well and we didn't give too much chances away. So just before the end, uh, we break out on the right hand side um, with Lee Croft and Deco going to the first post. So. I'm going with them, but then I hold back and I stay on the board of the uh, 16 meters yard. And Lee Cross saw me and he crossed it over and I, I kind of take it uh, controlled with the inside of the foot in the in the bottom corner and uh, and there was the explosion. Yeah, I was going to say in the last minute as well. Yeah, in the last minute as well, and that, that that's more like a boy's dream. That's what you dream of to to score in the last minute of volley. And I gotta say, that's one of the goals of memories that will always stay with me. But it was, I mean, it wasn't the only uh, decent volley you scored. I, I seem to remember one at Villa Park as well. Yes, I remember that one as well uh, at Villa Park with uh, with the outside of the foot and uh, with with a nice crawl. So uh, yeah, that's true. I. Uh, I enjoyed that one as well, but the one at home against Liverpool in the last minute is a uh, is a different thing. So uh, yeah, I had a good time. 
Now, we talked uh, a little bit before about the um, uh, the run that City went on towards the end of that season, uh, and it was it, it was so close to getting into Europe with that with that final game against Middlesbrough. What was the squad? Yeah. What was the squad feeling before that game against Middlesbrough? Was there, the, the, I mean, the confidence must have been very high. Oh, definitely. Uh, the confidence was high. We were doing very well. And I, I think that game we were just a bit unlucky, actually, because the way um, Jimmy Floyd Hasselbank, for example, scored that free kick, I mean, he wouldn't do that two times, you know? The way he hit it and the way it goes under the bar, it's just a bit unlucky from our side. But um, even though we, we didn't make it, I think it was a great run. And uh, that's where you saw that, hey, this team has a lot of potential. How much did you know about the the plan to send David James up front if uh, if, the, if City needed a goal towards the end? Oh, I didn't know anything about it. I didn't know anything about it. I think something between uh, the coach and David uh, James. I was uh, surprised about it, but uh, I mean, when you when you need that goal, you you try everything, and obviously David James with his presence, with his height. With his physics, somebody who can uh, surprise you, and I think it was a, a logical thing to do, actually. And uh, I mean, you, we talked about the the confidence and the good feeling around uh, around City at that time. Was that I mean, was that part of your reason that you decided to to come back on loan the next season? Uh, well, the reason uh, was obviously that I, I felt very good at City. Uh, I enjoyed it very much. I have to say the club, the club was wonderful. The club was wonderful. The treatment and the way they arranged everything. Uh, I felt immediately very comfortable and I, I just loved it to uh, to play there. So I was uh, very happy that uh, they wanted me on loan again. And in terms of, of kind of your City career, how did how did the move to Trabzonspor come around? Was, was that something that was, was beyond your power to, to maybe have stayed for a third season at City? Yeah, it was beyond my uh, my power. Uh, I would have loved to stay, and Atletico uh, Madrid uh, called me back because there was a new coach coming, and he wanted to see everybody. And uh, well, that was a bit um, the way it went. So when I came back, and then at the end, the new coach still decided that uh, he made his squad and he he showed the players that he didn't need for that moment. So. Uh, that I was free to move if I wanted to move. But then, um, yeah, City obviously uh, went on and continued their way. So City was not an option anymore. And, uh, I mean, a lot of City fans listening to this will uh, will have fond memories of your time at City. What are you up to these days? What uh, what, what are you up to? I've been uh, coaching in the youth academy from Ajax and Almera City, which is a club that collaborates with Ajax in the second division in Holland. Um, I've ended with the under-19 from Almere City uh, two years ago. So uh, now I finished my pro license and I'm looking to um, to get some experience as a assistant coach so um, I can develop myself to become a head coach one day.